Shira, you outdid yourself again. Man, I love that blazer. Where do you get your uh, outfits? I can't give away all my secrets. <laughs> that is so Thank you. Thank you. class uh, about a couple weeks ago uh -huh. and uh, there was a guy sitting right in the front of the class while I was teaching and he was just doing this crossword puzzle very engrossed yeah. in this crossword puzzle yeah. right in front of me and I'm teaching a very important um, perspective at the time and if, you know he was so distracting it wasn't like he was in the back of the room you know I'm behind people he's you know eight feet in front of me huh. working this crossword puzzle right. as I'm trying to teach and I said, you know, why don't you take the crossword puzzle, if you don't want to be here, and go out and do it outside? Yeah. yeah. This guy blasted me with an F.U. He stands up and says, oh, Mr. Everything, Mr. Articulate. I put my hands up, and he walked out, and um, he kept going. I, I, I tried to regain control of the yeah. class, but it was difficult because he put up such a spectacle. And even after, I said, I, I said, maybe a little unprofessional, I said, just keep walking. And he kept walking, but we could even hear him out of earshot. He kept um, going. He was one of those. And I just, I have to be honest with you, I felt so, first of all, astonished at the lack of respect. I mean, to drop the F-bomb on me, I simply, I didn't chastise him. I didn't order him. I simply said, hey, if you want to do the crossword puzzle, watch go outside. Yeah, because you're not paying attention, for one. And two, it's distracting in your mind's eye. So you're teaching the class, and then you just see this kid who's not really engaged, and he's, you know, he could be coloring for all you know, you know, but pay attention. You know, that reminds me, uh, college years, I took, uh, I wanted to be actually a school principal. That did not happen. <laughs> because, because I got to, I had one class left, which is like three credits, and it's just, I started doing substitute teaching and you know, you need to get the degree at the same time. And I remember I had the most unruly kids and there's really no one way to handle it. Everyone has their thing, but I was young and you know, I would go toe to toe with them. So if I had a kid who was like this kid in your class, um, I probably would have said something too, you know, something along the lines of, we'll wait, we'll wait until you're done coloring or done doing your puzzle. We're just going to sit here and waste the school time <laughs> and we're going to wait for you. And then maybe the whole class would look to him and it would be a little bit embarrassing. And the, the point is not to embarrass the kid, it's to bring attention that we're all waiting for you to, to pay attention. But in doing that multiple times, <laughs> I was called to the principal's office and <laughs> They, um, he, he, he was very nice and he told me, he goes, I know that you're trying to reach these kids and you're trying to get them to understand you and, and, and really be a part of the lesson. But when you're doing that, you're giving this unnecessary attention to this, to this kid. And now, because all eyes are on him, now he becomes boisterous and he's a big man on campus. And now all the other kids who are really paying attention, they're, they're, they're lost. Because they're watching you and this child have this exchange, and it's more interesting than the lesson. Then at the very end, after you've had this exchange, now you got to try to wrap the class back up and get their attention again, and it's 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 gone. So um, the advice was to ignore that that child. As as unfortunate as that sounds, 
You can't stop the entire class to then attend to one child. You have 25 kids in your class. I mean, why, why is this kid so much more important than the other ones that you have to stop the entire lesson to, to address him? Let him color. Let him do, do the, crossword. the crossword puzzle. And guess what? Some kids, I've learned over time, that's how they learn. They may not be attentive, listening, um, like listening to you and looking in your face, but they can hear you. And maybe they're doodling because that's how they process mm. the information. So we're, I guess maybe even in my time years ago, how the teacher knows that you're paying attention is if you look them in the eye, is if you're mm. raising your hands, if you're par- participating. But now it's, it's not like that anymore. And um, my advice, which I've got from substitute teaching, would be that is to is to not give so much attention to that child who's who's not paying attention and focus on the ones who are. That's really the best thing I can tell you because respect nowadays it's it's a, it's a touchy subject. It's very very, very touchy, touchy subject. I guess I played that one wrong, and that makes that makes better sense. I played it wrong. That makes better sense just to ignore him. But the, mm-hmm. the astonishing thing, and I come from a different generation, was the lack of respect. Yeah. For him to stand up and blast me like that, I'm not used to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some of your listeners may be in, in my age bracket or near there or, or, or in that time frame, and you may remember, when I was in school, she was the biggest, toughest kid, football player. He never smarted off to the little English teacher. No. You just didn't no. do that because no. you knew you'd get called down to the principal's office, your parents would be called, and your mom and dad would be furious, you'd be taken out of school, yeah. and everybody in the school knew it, and you were in trouble with the principal. That doesn't seem to uh, bother anybody anymore. Well, you, you know, as, as you're saying that, what I'm thinking about is, in that, in that you know, even in my time frame, and I'm, I'm 33, in that frame going back, there was a thing that we used to all say, like, the, the, the village raises the child. So, you know, maybe that's why the football player didn't mouth off because that teacher knew his mom. And, you know, maybe if he's walking down the street and he, he sees, you know, the owner of the grocery store, the grocery store owner knows his mom. And so the neighborhood is helping to raise that child because everywhere that child goes, he knows that there's someone who knows his parents who, who, who has been given sort of like permission to reprimand him if he does something wrong or to tell on him or to say, hey, you know, mom, he's, I saw him on the railroad tracks or I saw him doing something he wasn't supposed to do. And I think maybe respect diminished a little bit because we lost the uh, village raises the child kind of thing. And the, the real question is, where did that go? Because as teachers, um, you used to be able to really hone in on that child and be able to not, not reprimand, but give him the right things, the right tools he needs, and the parent wouldn't be upset. It wouldn't, um, it wouldn't cause this ruckus. But now, every little thing you do is a problem. You know, you, some, the child may be wrong, but the parent picks up for the child or, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I think maybe that's where it starts is we lost the, the, the village raises the child thing. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know where that went, but it's, it's obsolete now. That's not a thing mm-hmm. now. You're right. I don't see the backing or support for the teachers. 
and you're right about the village raising a child. That was my era. Your neighbors knew. Your and my parents would give my mom and dad says he gets out of line, you let me know. Right, Are right, you, right. You know when we had babies, or you whack him on the side of the head if he gets out of line. Mm -hmm. And they had mm -hmm. so as children, we knew that. And you know there was more. And again, times change, and no one's disputing that. But there was more parental involvement. Parents were more involved. Yeah, that's now true. parents don't even get involved. My son had an issue with school many, many years ago. And I went. I took time off work. I went down to get this thing resolved between my son and another boy. They had had a fight. And this guy's sitting next to this boy, and it's obvious they have no connection. And it turns out it was this boy's uncle, who the boy really didn't know. Or, or you could see there was no chemistry. Mm. There was no mm. anything there. And I'm saying, well, where's this boy's parents? Yeah. And the principal said, well, they had to work. I said, I had to work. I'm here. And you're there. This yeah. involved my son. This guy doesn't appear to me to even really know his nephew very well. I don't know that we're going to get anything accomplished here. Mm. And there was a shrug of the shoulders and, and, and nothing happened. But I do see that there's not the support for the teachers. In fact, um, and maybe you experienced this in your early substitute teachings, but uh, my sister used to run um, Boynton Seafood Market. One of her customers was a teacher at Boynton High School. And, I, and she told my sister that if a teacher puts out a child the same child more than four times in a month, the teachers call down to the principal's office. Well, maybe it's a disruptive child, and the teacher has to do that for the benefit of the class, but they're blaming the teacher. Oh, oh yeah. the teacher must have oh, a yeah. problem with oh, yeah. control. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the only control if the child's that disruptive. you got to put them out of the class so you can focus on the rest of the children. If the child is that disruptive that you can't speak or the child's acting out, what do you do for the benefit of the class? You've got to put the teacher... You know, time out for that student or yeah. put them down on the principal. Yeah. And yet, if it happens more than four times in a month, the teacher is reprimanded. I, I, I just I commend teachers because you guys have a heart of gold, <laughs> a heart of gold. And they take a lot of abuse, <sighs> a lot of abuse. And part of that, I think you're right, where it stems from the home. And sure, I, I know that in today's society, there's a lot, you know, a lot of times both parents have to work and a kid is left to his own devices. But I think, I'm gonna throw this in there, part of the responsibility lies on the media and what the kids are shown, yeah. what's being televised. Yeah. I'm going back many years, 20-some mm -hmm. years, but mm -hmm. I remember my son, when he was uh, like 12, 11, right in that age, there was a popular show, mm -hmm. uh, situation comedy called Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. And it portrayed <laughs> the parents as these buffoons, and, and Malcolm is the brainy one, and the parents are clowns that he has to straighten out continually, and it's supposed to be this humorous program. Uh, he's a smart one. Yeah, uh. and and the father just really doesn't know what time of day it is, or or what's in the you know what's in the bathroom drawer. He just goes to work every day and brings home the income and supports the family, mm. but he couldn't tell you what brand of toothpaste he uses. Yeah, <laughs> and and so Malcolm and and the gist of the show is again the the parents are putting this unfavorable. Um, caricature light mm -hmm. where they're mm -hmm. foolish and they're they're you know silly and and Malcolm of course saw it solves the and the problem at the end of the day and straightens the parents out and it's supposed to be this humorous show well my son's watching this and he's thinking Malcolm is a pretty cool guy so he thinks he's going to talk to me like that well dad you know you should just you know don't be don't be stupid dad Ooh. you know right right <laughs> so at 11 years old I said excuse me son I, I, I'm not Malcolm's dad. You're not Malcolm. Okay? You don't talk to me like that. Yeah. You don't talk to me like that. And, I, you know, in retrospect, I understand he, 
he's just doing what he sees and he thinks if this is a, a popular TV show that everybody watches and they talk about in school and how funny it is, well, you know, parents are, I guess I could talk to my dad like that. No, no you can't. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. I think kids are heavily influenced by what they witness on TV, what's popular, what isn't, who the heroes are today, what they look up to, and what's portrayed in the media and on TV is acceptable. Um, we got to be careful with that. There's a certain responsibility because I think kids are very impressionable. Yeah. And and we we you know of yeah. course we can't monitor where kids go and what they do. But I remember there was a, a friend of my son John's, and I didn't care for this kid. He was trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, and John thought he was a cool guy, and he was a year older than my son. But I you know I got a, a just a vibe off him when he came into my house. You know, and I didn't I didn't care for him. He yeah. was just kind of yeah. a wild child. And, and John thought he was cool and he's this and that. And our kids, we can't control our kids when they're out on the streets. We can only advise them and hope we can lead by example. Yeah. But you're right. It yeah. starts in the home. And if parents aren't keeping an eye on what their kids are doing or who they're hanging out with, that can, you know, they're easily influenced when they're 12, 13 and what they think is cool. Or they get their friends and say, hey, man, steal this. And you can be a part of us, you know, be a part of the gang or do yeah. this or do that. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I tried to tell my son and I tried to teach my son respect was, but son, if your friends are, are challenging you to do something, to be a part of them or to fit in, <laughs> don't be an object of their amusement. No, oh, jump friends. over that, that roof and we'll let you. And then you break your ankle. Do you think they care? Nope. No, they're not your friends. No. So again, we can advise and hope we can plant that seed to sink in. But again, I really tried to teach my son respect respect if you yeah. want if you don't respect yourself others aren't going to respect you but you've got to give respect to receive it yeah that is true what what i'm getting from malcolm in the middle is that that really wasn't a kid's show mm -hmm. the jokes were for the adults mm -hmm. and somehow the kids picked up on it and that you know what they're mimicking is malcolm because he's a kid like like them and oh i can be smart like that but the jokes are really for the adults mm -hmm. it's for us to see a a, a child in this grown kind of way it's for for kids just like when you go to a movie like a disney movie they put in some things for the adults because the adults are watching the movie too we're watching it for an hour and we need a little bit of entertainment but kids are going to pick up the most insane things and then when they repeat it to you that's when you have to say hey no don't you you know don't say that don't laugh and don't you know be a part of the disrespect because mm -hmm. i've seen videos online where a kid you know three or four years old says a curse word or ha 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 it's not funny they're three so when they hit 10 how are you going to control this out of because the kid is consuming all the time you laugh oh if i curse and if i you know that's right i'm i'm they're gonna laugh at me right so now when they hit 10 and they hit these like tantrums you know they want to go places that you say no to and they start to curse at you now it's too late to try to reprimand and especially if they hear it from you exactly if you're if dad says that word well when he's really mad, that means a lot. It scares me. Maybe I could say that word. Yeah. And you know, the onus yeah. too is on comedians. Mm -hmm. and, and comedians, some of them are so foul-mouthed. And they're funny without that. But the kids watch that and say, well, he's popular. He's funny. I'll, I'll joke like that. I'll talk like that. And I'll be well-liked and respected and liked too. And it, no, that's, it's, it, it may be popular. It may be shown. And it's tolerated, but profanity is profanity. Obscenity is obscenity. There's, we still have those mores and morals in society. They've gotten a whole lot looser to the detriment of our kids. We don't want our kids really... I don't want... If I had a daughter, I don't want her talking like that. Yeah, but what 
I'm gonna like disagree just a little bit because there's adult content for a reason. And that's why we have to govern our kids yes. and, and really look at what they're watching and, and, and what they're consuming. Because a, a comedian, you can't get into his show if you're not 18 or older, depending mm -hmm. on what comedian he is. Right. So that's the same thing with the show. If this comedian is 40 years old and he's dropping F-bombs and B-words and things like that, then I'm sure the audience, it's, a, it's an R-rated it's an R-rated thing. A child shouldn't be watching or sitting in that audience in the first place. But mm. it's the parent who brings that child to the show mm. or who, who doesn't have the parental control on the TV for them to see that particular uh, comedian. Mm. And I don't think I don't think as an adult, um, especially ones without children, that we should always we should be we should be allowed to be ourselves and not always have to. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? You know, um, sanitize sanitize ourselves. Why? You know, mm -hmm. it, if you have a child, it is up to you to to make sure that you go in and do those parental, your parents. Mm -hmm. So parent the child and watch what they're watching. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but there are things you can do. There are Comcast. Comcast has a parental control setting mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. all the TVs. You have a password you, as a parent. You can do things. There's, it's not like it's a free-for-all. You can do things. But I don't think every adult should censor everything they're doing at the sake of the child. We, we have to have adult content. Sure, sure, I agree, certainly. And that's has really loosened up because I've seen even on network TV after 10 o'clock, <laughs> you hear some things you wouldn't hear 10 years ago yeah. as far as language and what the theme of the show is or what the content is. And I think some kids are a little, they're not mature enough to really be able to, to assimilate. Well, wait a minute, because what's a child's bedtime? eight o'clock right, right yeah. so by eight o'clock so but they should be asleep yeah. anyway yeah weekends are weekends and yeah you know kids do sleepovers and you know we can't control but as best we can you're right we should yeah, monitor I, that as best, as best we, can. we can i just don't think an adult we we you and i were we're adults so mm. we should be able to to consume an adult show sure. without the bleeps and because we're adults we yeah, understand exactly the content right. we understand the joke and if a that's kid, what we want to watch that's what we'd like to watch why not yeah so there and we have disney channel we have all these specific channels and specific shows for for children that they should be watching which is also educational so you know gear your children to those shows and sometimes if as an adult if you're watching a program and you know it's inappropriate, don't have the child sit in with you mm -hmm. and, and watch this program. Because I, I know a few um, people who have children and at 14 years old, they're watching these really adult shows yeah. with, with like sex scenes and things like that. And it's, oh, you know, he, he you know, he's going to learn it at school anyway. Yeah, but he shouldn't learn it. He shouldn't learn it like that. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Right. You have to. You have to really govern that. And you know, Sheena, I don't think it's just with kids. I think that lack of respect is across the board. I see it with yeah. adults. Yeah. I see it on the highway. I see it in a movie theater. I see just this lack of, of others and consideration of others. And I don't know where this began, but the, the F word and, and giving Ooh. someone the finger. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. my generation, in my era... When you said F you to somebody, <laughs> you better be, you better get ready. You better mean it. You, you better, better mean, mean it and yeah. get your hands up. Yeah. Because that was a that was a personal affront. You said that to somebody, get ready. Because he's coming at you. If he says it to you, you get your hands up and because that's what now it's like, oh F you, like, and you're not gonna do anything. What are you gonna do? My where I when I come from and where I come from, those are fighting words. 
And I same like with that. giving someone the finger. Yeah. When I come from, you don't do that. Unless oh you, you better be ready. And now people could drive away and laugh and they could do these gestures and these things and think nothing of it. You mentioned the finger. Remember I called you that night? I was furious. Oh, oh yes. like furious. Yep. So I get to my condo and you know you have your reserved parking, right? And it's 10 o'clock at night. We, we just finished filming and I'm, I'm tired. You know, I'm driving from West Palm all the way to Lauderdale. So I'm, I'm tired. And there's someone in my parking spot. And I hate this. I hate it because there's guest parking spot and there's even a little walkway area where you have those, those, those cross things where you can just park for a second. My worry was what if it's someone in a, a, on the other side of the building who just parked here? How am I going to get this person to move out of my spot? So I beat the horn to get whoever's attention and this girl comes running down the steps and she, she barely, she doesn't even want to look in the car. She's young, about 19, 20 or so. And she doesn't even look at me, but she gets in the car, rolls her window down and sticks her middle finger up. And I love when you said, when, when, because that is the key. It's not about, it's the time frame that we come from. Where you stick your middle finger up, you better have the hands to match yeah. what, yeah, you gotta have the, you match, the hands to match that mouth. Mm -hmm. And she goes, F you, and she, 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 she hits the, you know, the gas and goes. And I am like, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I'm ready. To, I'm ready tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you have, I'm unhinged tonight, I'm going out. So now I'm racing behind her because I want to get her license plate. Because if she's a delivery girl, if she's Uber or, or Lyft, I want to get her license plate. And I kind of chase her down. And now as she sees me behind her, now she's all afraid. And, and then we get into this exchange. And I had to realize, okay, Shira, back down. It's the time frame I come from, we never did that. We never, I, I never remember anyone that I knew put a middle finger up or said F you to an adult or anything. All she had to do was do the hands. I'm sorry, I'll move. But you want to put your middle foot and F and drive off? That's going to make anyone nuts. And I don't think children who see these things and use these profanities, they don't actually know what that means right. and to whom you are speaking to from the time frame that you are speaking to. And there are certain languages, FUs and, and middle fingers that we use, it speaks a, a, a symbol to someone who grew up in that era and knows exactly what that is supposed to mean and how you're supposed to use it. And the respect in that is to just, I don't know you. Why am I gonna say a few to you? I, give me the respect to just, you know, you don't have to go nuts, but the, the FUs and, and, and the middle fingers, it's, it's getting out of hand and respect on a whole is just gone down the toilet. Yeah, again, you know, and uh, uh... You know, what happened in the village? Well, I really think that somewhere along the lines, someone of high stature, you know, a, 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 a manager, a teacher, a cop, or someone took advantage of the privilege to be able to discipline your child or, you know, reprimand your child. And I think maybe that's why they got rid of this whole village raises the child thing because you're giving consent to whoever it is to put your hand on that child and like you said before your dad or your mom would say hey if you see bill 
doing something, pop him, pop him, not beat him. You, you know what I mean? And maybe somewhere along the lines, it went from a little pop to a to a full on beat down or, you know, taking, you know, taking advantage of a child, maybe in a sexual way or something. So I can see maybe maybe why the village had to stop, you know, <laughs> helping raise a child because someone overstepped some kind of boundary or, or something. Well, maybe like you said, it was all three, the police, the teachers and the um, the other, the, the priest. Yeah. The, the, and, and that's where, yeah, we probably had to rein that back in because irresponsible people were taking that authority of yeah. control too yeah. far, yeah. like the police and, mm -hmm. and other people of authority. Yes, yeah. I think so. So so now, but there then it becomes, if you don't have those trusted individuals and responsible individuals in power, it's a free-for-all. Yeah. It's a free-for-all. So yeah. then, back to what you said earlier, it's up to the home, it's up to the parents. And you know what? They're watching you. Yeah. yeah. You could tell a kid yeah. anything, but they see you lash out and give someone the finger on the highway. Well, dad talks a good game, but I just saw my dad in action. He doesn't yeah. practice what yeah. he preaches. So we've got to be consistent with our teachings with our children. And you're right. It starts in the home. Yeah. It really does. And we, we too, also, as, as parents, as best we can, can control who our children hang out with and what they do. Check out their friends. See what they're on. Have Tommy come over. I want to meet him. You know, the beautiful part of what you said and the takeaway for me from today's discussion is about respect is how you govern yourself. Yeah. How you, and you just showed me a, a beautiful illustration. If I govern myself a certain way, I'm not going to have enemies. I'm not going to have arguments. I'm not going to have hard feelings. I just need to govern myself a certain way and and make my decisions for myself as to how I choose yeah. to treat that person yeah. without any and, and no must no fuss that's yeah how you govern yourself going back to that class um, maybe what you could have done was you notice him to the side and he's you know he's he's doing his crossword puzzle and you finish your lesson you talk to those who come up to you who need the help and then afterwards before he leaves hey can I can I talk to you for a second and you just you, you talk to him. Did you get the lesson? Did you did you understand what I said? Did you hear me? And then you'll get his perspective. Well, yeah, I heard everything you said. Well, I, I like when you said this about that. And and oh, he's listening. And then you'll realize, oh, I was kind of getting a little bit upset with him for not paying attention, but he was. He was. And maybe just controlling yourself and finding a a, a simpler way to just reach. That mm -hmm. child, it would it would help you also see from his perspective why he's right. You know, maybe so maybe it's a learning disability or maybe it's it's something. And sometimes because we're so wrapped up in ourselves, yeah. not that you were, but sometimes because we are, we think they're disrespectful and they're you know they're not listening. But maybe that's just how he learns. But you know, you just made me think of something. And, uh, <laughs> gotta say it, guys. Uh, forgive me, but I made it about me. And it wasn't. I made it about me. And that, that was a mistake. And calling him out like that, well, lesson learned. It's something I won't do again because that is not beneficial in any way. I could do it, like you said, I could do it in another way where he doesn't lose face. And maybe that's why he got so abrupt with me. That's why he got so uh, disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Because he felt, for whatever, he felt I disrespected him yeah. because I called him out in front of everyone. I singled him out. Yeah, so that yeah. was the destructive part of what I did. And again, I, I took it as a personal insult and I made it about me. And really the lesson for me here is don't make it about yourself. 
wait till it's all over and then have a talk with him and just see, get on his level and find out. And then I, then I gain his respect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you'll decide based on his response or his answer, whether you should ignore him or not. And, and ignore is really the wrong, the wrong word. Mm -hmm. We don't want to ignore children. And we don't but just ignore... abide what they're doing. Yeah. Don't let it bother you. Because, right. you know, my mom, she used to say, whenever we didn't want to do work or we didn't want to finish anything, she would say, listen, I, I live my life. I've graduated school. I'm, I, I went through that already. That's up to you. So if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do that. I've already done it. And it just made us work harder. For some reason, it made us work harder to, to do these and achieve these things because she she didn't ignore us, but she didn't put the pressure like you need to and you have to. Hey, do you want to you graduate? You want to have a good job? You want to live a great life? You got to do this. I can't do it for you. Mm. So we got to kind of look at it like that and respond to it in, in that way and just say, hey, it's not about me. Because most of the time, nine times out of ten, it's really not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about the other person, what they've been going through. Maybe he got up this morning and, you know, maybe his, his, his dad's not ever there. Maybe his mom works all the time and he got up and he's by himself. He goes to school by himself. He comes home by himself and it just makes him angry. It takes that anger out on you because you, you, you triggered him sure. somehow, you know? Sure. So that, that's a great takeaway to just, just govern yourself. Worry about you and how you respond to um, whatever situation it is. And it's all about how the person reacts. Let them react to, to whatever it is, but you control and compose yourself. Please stay uncommon <laughs> with, <laughs> with us. And don't forget to check out uh, next week's episode. And please also like, comment, and subscribe. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. So long.